Okay, so um, it's gonna be a short one, and like, I don't know if you guys noticed that I'm like speaking very softly. Uh, it's because I'm not doing very well uh with life and stuff. Um, and I'll talk about it when I'm getting over it. Uh, I'm not there yet per se so i would prefer to keep it under wraps first uh but if you do pray please send over some prayers all right so hello everyone um hi (laughs) i don't really know how to start this episode um obviously it's just always going to be the realest honest version of myself and who that is as of this week is um i guess the most broken version of myself um i haven't really been at a bad place per se i think it's just the past two days have really been not good for me and because of that it's caused me to not have any material or content to share with you guys like i really have had a good week i've had a lot of time to rest i've had a lot of time to spend time with my family and everything like i really the world has been opening up and it should be a great thing but i think that i have a problem adjusting to how fast life has become or how fast life has been moving for me that i don't know how to process it anymore anyway so fuck all of the background noise if you hear construction you're just gonna hear construction if you hear birds chirping you're just gonna hear birds chirping because i'm recording this on the day itself this is thursday march 17 if you're listening to it on the day itself um i've just been overwhelmed with so much going on with life moving way too fucking fast and sure for other people siguro it's like oh my god this is all i've ever wanted like we've been locked down for so long our lives have been slowed down as fuck like this is the first time anything is ever going to like like anything i ever i've ever wanted is finally coming to fruition yeah sure but like i think that i've adjusted the the slow lifestyle so much that it's just so hard for me to pick back up already and it's the fact that everyone else around me is i don't know they they seem to have picked it up already and seem to have normalized it and i think it's the external pressure of everyone else getting used to it that makes me feel like oh shit you're 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 falling behind like it's because i'm struggling to get back into the normalcy of everything that i feel bad about it like i feel guilty that i'm not as good as everyone else to catch up or keep up like don't get me wrong like it's a really great thing to do like as in like grab it i'm so happy that there is the opportunity to go outside again to see my friends i have seen so many friends over the past what like week since we last met everyone was going out and everyone is going out already and it's so nice to see everyone finally after so long and it's so refreshing but i think that people don't prepare themselves for how much has changed since the last time they saw their friends like you know when you're updating your friends and everything it's like oh yeah this happened that happened like 
you talk as if nothing has changed between the two you, two of you. It's as if time between you and your friend has has not elapsed. But in reality, two years have passed. So much has happened in those two years. People were continuously moving in the past two years. I was moving in the past two years. I've developed so much since the last two years. And even when your relationship with your friend do, does not change, the person that you're talking to now is not the same as the person you talked to last, like in two years. It's different. It's always going to be different. And I think that I just get a whiplash whenever I do catch up with these friends because it's like, oh my God, time fa- time flew by so fast. And it makes you think, and this is the fucking problem with social media culture and sharing only your highlights with everyone is that you whittle down all of your updates to the highlights of it. Obviously, when you're catching up with the so- with someone, you're not going to tell them about the minute details of your every single day that are boring. Like, you know what I mean? Um, like, for example, with my kabarkad- with my barcada before, um, we used to see each other every single day in school. So it's like we tell each other even this boring stuff. But then since we only saw each other for the very first time in two years, the only things we were talking about were the big things. But the problem with talking only about the big things is that it pressures the people who are listening na, oh my God, I only look at my, um, I only look at like my 24-7 and they're giving me what, one out of 24 one out of 24 7 does that make any sense like they're only giving me a very very small fraction of what their real life is like nowadays and i cannot see it for what it is because i am like the picture of them is skewed you know i think that everyone or not maybe everyone a lot of people or maybe not even a lot of people maybe just me i'm having a hard time not comparing myself to all of these highlights of other people because i haven't gotten to see the 24 7 in so long i feel like um it's just been really hard to catch up with people because they're going to tell you the exciting parts of their life they're not going to tell you oh yeah yesterday i just exercised and went to bed like yeah yesterday i just showered did homework ate lunch and that was it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no one's going to tell you the stupid little things right now in these next few months because the world just opened up. The world is just catching up with people. And it, you don't feel the need then to tell them the little things because those things don't change who you are as a person. Like, I feel like when, okay, for me personally, when I'm catching up with someone, I only tell them the big things because I want them to, to know what changed my character a little bit like to update them that oh okay maybe she went through some certain thing so maybe she changed like this because of it you know like i want you to be updated with who i am as a character now in your life so i only tell you the big things but the things that do not change who i am as a person like for example what lunch i had yesterday or what time i showered yesterday the things that don't change me i will not need to tell you so for the people who are pressured with having to catch up with everyone else because you're catching up with all of these people who are doing a lot in their lives, they're probably not doing a lot of their, lot in their lives. They're just catching you up on the last two years that you missed. So 
yeah, I don't know. I don't know if anyone needed to hear that or if it was just me, but I needed to say that because I have been spiraling so deep into just so much self-comparison that it's been so hard to get out of and it's buried me deeper into my head when I expected that life opening up again would push me further out of it. You know what I mean? Like, I thought that the world opening up would cause me to open up again. But I feel like because the world opened up more, there were more dangers and more external factors that could affect me and my well-being that I couldn't handle it. And so I became more defensive. And because I became more defensive, I built up more walls or I huddled in deeper within myself to protect who I am now, you know? Nonetheless, like, I loved seeing people and I will continue to see people and continue to open up my horizon again. You know, Jeannie, because my dog, um, he's a house dog. Like, he's purely just, oh my God, he's just stuck at home all the time. And li- listen, I've tried so hard to take him on walks. I've tried so hard to put, the, you know, like, socialize him with the real world. Um but he's a house dog and it's because my parents just don't like Jeannie going outside to the garden to catch some ticks, catch some fleas, some bacteria in the garden and everything. Yeah, my dog doesn't even go to the fucking garden because my parents are afraid of bacteria and they don't want to deal with Jeannie getting sick very often. So yes, Jeannie is a house dog. Um, and because of that, he's so fucking antisocial. It's kind of insane. and what dog owners are supposed to do is really socialize their dog as in familiarize them with the outside world because your dog kind of just knows what you present to it. Like, as in, tipong, if you just keep your dog inside the house, your dog will think that the whole world is just the house. So when you open up the world a little bit more, like first, let's say your garden, they're going to get overwhelmed by it because that's more than the house like oh my god you didn't know that there was a world outside of the house already this is overwhelming me my senses are tingling like it's sensory overload for the dog and they end up panicking so genie unfortunately is like a very anxious dog now i would say whenever because yeah the household is his whole world so the only people in his world are me and my family but when a guest arrives he's like what who are who is this person like there are some house dogs who get very very aggressive um and that's some of my friends' dogs that are not socialized but like my dog personally is very very like clingy and playful so whenever he sees a new person or like let's say an alien um he gets very fascinated with my house guests and like he just keeps sniffing them and like are you a person? What are you? Like trying to figure out who they are, what, how they fit in his world. Um, so now that I'm just as the same as my dog, I have not been socialized in two years. And like, yeah, sure, I've been a social being online, but it's a different world already to go back outside to see people in the flesh that is overwhelming for me and i've been having like a lot of sensory overloads um i don't think that 
people see it because I've been hiding it well. But like, I have a lot of social anxiety and it's been heightened because of the lockdown. Maybe it's really just me like um, falling behind. Oh my God, there it is again. Like maybe it's just me falling behind, not getting used to people around again or the world opening up again. But it, it's just taking me some time. It really is just taking me some time. Um, on social media as well. Again, I will preach this till the day I die. Social media is poison. Why am I still on it? Because it is as addictive as it is poisonous. And I hate it. But I'm still on social media. Again, I'm back on it. Like, what the fuck, Carlisle? Like, I thought we've been over this. I thought that we were going to deactivate everything. No, I'm not. Follow the journey there on Instagram and Facebook at thejourneydie.pod. Anyway, so, um, I don't know. I've been on social media and everyone's been posting like, oh, you and my schoolmates are already back to school. So they're posting Ateneo, blah, blah, blah. And then I also have, you know, followers, followings that are seeing their friends, blah, blah, blah. Some people are always posting gym pics now, blah, blah, blah. Some of them are famous now, influencers, I guess, micro-influencers, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, oh my God, all of these people are like progressing. And whenever, like, a combating thought that I have, and this is what, something that they taught me in psychotherapy, is that you always have to find some thought that will, like, or some proven phenomena that will combat phenomena. Doesn't that mean it's not proven? So, basta, some fact. Find a fact that will combat your negative thoughts. So whenever I'm on social media and I always see the highlights of everyone else, I'm so sorry that the birds are so noisy, by the way. My God, like, they're chatting up a storm today or something. Huh, anyway, stormy. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> it just came in my head. I literally just woke up and these are the first things that I'm talking about, okay? Like, it's the first time I'm, like, speaking words the whole day, okay? So, like, whatever. I, I'm, I literally just got out of bed. Anyway, so whenever I'm on social media and I'm scrolling and I always see people's updates, I just keep trying to remember that this is only one portion out of their whole day. That their whole day is not always going to be exciting. Their whole day is not always going to be something Instagrammable. Because their whole lives aren't Instagrammable. Only a portion of it. Even Kylie Jenner, even the Kardashians, not their whole lives are not always worth posting about. And I always combat, whenever I'm on social media, I always have to put up that extra armor, that extra protection, that this is not real. This is just um, an illusion of who they are. And that's the same, that's the same armor that I have to put up nowadays when I am meeting up with people again catching up with people again is that what they're presenting to me right now is just their highlight reel but it will come to the point again where life will slow down and we will finally be back on track with people we are going to be at pace with the same people again and they will tell us about the the small boring details of their life and not just the exciting parts so if you think that your life is boring don't worry about it so much because their lives are boring too they're just sharing with you those parts because those are the things that you know 
again, matter in a character, change someone, and they want to speed you up, catch you up on things. So yeah, um, I've been thinking about that a lot recently. Yeah. Anyways, um, there's a bird. I don't know. It's so near, but it's so far. Like I can stare down at it, like legit. And I, I can see which bird. Like you know, when you're like, okay, this might be like animal abuse. Don't you know? It's not. Mm, uh, it. I'm. I don't condone. Mm, I don't know. Um. But you know when you're like shooting birds or something or hunters shoot birds. I don't shoot birds. Let's just say that, okay? I will never hurt a bird. I will never hurt animals. Okay, can we relax? I'm just saying that if I were to shoot a bird right now, I have direct eye line of where the dust. You know what I mean? Like, mm, you're so noisy, Paul. You're so noisy. Okay, he just wants to be part of the fucking podcast today or something. But, um, yeah, just speaking about um highlights for the day or for the week or just for my life and things that actually i think have been changing my character um journaling is so fun i'm having the grandest time doing it like guys i was on pinterest i think a few days ago and like y'all you know what keeps me going is making a new fucking pinterest board like that's what keeps me going if you're not like that then it's fine but for me personally i just love going on pinterest it makes me feel so good because it's like on pinterest for me personally i don't count it as a social media per se because it's like you go on pinterest with the expectation that things are really pretty and you're supposed to put things together as an inspiration board so it's like you don't take things personally now oh my god these people are better than me because they are just for me, they're just like magazine clippings. They they were expected to be beautiful. That's why they're on Pinterest. You know what I mean? Like on social media, because you expect it to be realer versions of other people. You expect your peers or your generation to be the same as you. However, it's not that way because everyone's suddenly trying to be perfect and trying to be Pinterest and Tumblr and like whatever. They just want to be aesthetic. However, Pinterest has always had that expectation of being perfect or being pretty. So it's like, no harm there. I do not get hurt by Pinterest. The same for me goes with um, TikTok. I don't, I don't have that same um unhealthy relationship with tiktok and pinterest as i do with facebook and instagram because facebook and instagram for my generation at the very least it's supposed to be about sharing your life whereas tiktok is more about entertainment and pinterest is more about inspiration and you can i or at least for me you can draw the line between entertainment and inspiration and sharing and Stuff like that. Does it make sense? Anyway, so I've been on Pinterest lately and it's just so much fun for me because I've been getting like a lot of journal prompts, journal um, like ideas and stuff. And my journal is so pretty now. I have stickers and I have post-its and like pretty pens. And yes, this was what I do for, this is what I do for fun na talaga, guys. Like, I know it's something so small and so stupid. But then again, you know what I mean? We've already caught up with all the highlights of my life. You guys can, like, 
appreciate the stupid small things that I do. But this is so fun. Um, and I just wanted to share with you guys uh, a certain journal entry of mine that I think I did two days ago that really struck a chord in me. Um, that I wanted to like point out with you guys. And then, yeah, basta reflect on it with you so um the way that i write my journals kasi is that i write the date and under it i'll write the context of what oh my god relax like did you hear about that oh my god listen <laughs> that's my katulong calling out other people you see i'm not gonna hide this from you guys i'm really going to talk to you as if we're just on call um you want higher production podcasts you can go elsewhere we have birds chirping directly in my eye sight of at line of sight and we have yelling men everywhere anyways um so when i journal kasi i do my the date on top on the upper right or upper left corner and then under it i put the context of why i started journaling because i don't journal on a specific time like i journal whenever a thought comes to me because oh my god this is the worst part about me as well is that i'm oh my god i'm i have i have so many thoughts i have so many thoughts that just randomly come to me every single minute like i think so often so much and so deeply and i always just tell it to the guy i'm dating as in like I feel so bad for him because I've treated him like a Twitter and I don't want Twitter because that's another toxic social media that I'm trying to avoid and trying not to, you know, but it's a can of worms that I don't want to open and I refuse to open it. Um, So my boyfriend has been my Twitter and so I just dump all of my thoughts on him and he just doesn't read it all the time. And that's why it's like, what the hell, bro? Like, all of these thoughts, they're fucking fire, okay? Like, these things that I'm saying to you, they're quotable quotes and you're not quoting them. So, like, you're a waste of my quotable quotes. No, he's not. We love him very much. Um, And you're gonna love him too once you meet him. But still, like, he doesn't absorb everything that I think. And that's why I would rather put it on a journal. So, anyway, these were the thoughts that I've recently written down or wrote down. Hmm. English, I'm going to take the lae very soon and I need to fix that. Ooh, pressure. We're not going to talk about that today, though. Anyway, so this is what I wrote down. Um, okay, it's just so pretty. I'm just so happy with it, guys. And I would share on my Instagram what my journal looks like. However, I'm just also ashamed of my handwriting and this is really just, it's so messy but like it's pretty to me because the thoughts are pretty does that make sense whatever anyway so this is what i said maybe i fear so much for my future because i don't trust myself enough to make it bright it's always hard work so i keep banking on hard work to get me where i want to go but what happens when i get tired what happens when i burn out i don't trust in my natural ability to do things because i don't believe i have any natural abilities I think the whole point of mindfulness and meditation and inner peace is that you have to be able to let go. But I believe that my only talent is to try. So if I let go, I will be doomed. Um, Yeah, and then like I had like this little uh, doodle quote on the side, which is, you know, from Taylor Swift. It's, I've never been a natural. All I do is try, try, try. 
because it's true and i am a mirror ball that is one of my favorite songs of taylor swift okay like i could get a fucking tattoo of a mirror of a mirror ball of a disco ball on my body because of how much this song resonates with me as a person but um in line with performative thinking and performative lifestyle um is that all of us or at least majority of us i have a bad habit of overgeneralizing um we like to perform for other people and i say this often um i always say it in the context of social media because i be- i really truly believe that social media is poison i feel like this whole episode you're going to be like you can take a shot whenever i say social media is poison wow it's the morning and we're already taking shots or something i guess <laughs> anyway so um yeah, it's imposter syndrome for me personally because if you don't know what imposter syndrome is, it's when you just don't believe in yourself and you don't believe that you belong um, in a certain place and you have this uh, irrational fear that um, people will discover you for your fakeness as well and they're going to kick you out because they find out you're a fraud i i constantly feel like i'm a fraud i constantly feel like i'm a fake that i don't deserve the things that i have around me because i don't deserve it like i didn't do anything to get them or i don't i'm not the type of person who would be rewarded such things if that makes any sense so like my imposter syndrome is so fucking strong um and i didn't okay i watched literally this preach or i i I watched this pastor preach this morning lang about imposter syndrome and i didn't realize that what i was writing on my journal pala was imposter syndrome at its finest um so yeah here i was saying all i do is try 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 all i it like for me i believe that the things that i achieve or the things that i have in life all stemmed from hard work it was never from my natural ability to do anything because i don't think i have any natural abilities i don't think i have any talents at all um so like i always feel the need to overcompensate and that's what the preacher or the pastor uh said in his i don't know what it's called a uh a discernment talk or some a talk listen i'm a roman catholic listening to um other religions <laughs> i don't i don't know anyway um so he was saying in his sermon i don't know if that's the right word for it but anyway i was reading i was listening in his sermon and i just wrote down some certain points from it that really hit me and i'm going to link it down below as well down below um i'm going to link it in the description box also for you guys to listen to after this episode but here so he says you don't believe in yourself so much that you have the fear that one day people will see you for who you really are aka less than they expected which was i don't know exactly what i was writing down in my fucking i don't know and then so because of it you overcompensate and you try so hard all the time to be more than who you really are you feel like you need to overcompensate to show people how intelligent you really are because deep down you don't you don't feel intelligent enough so people think you're cocky but really you're not cocky you're scared 
you feel like you have so much to prove, but when you do it to prove it, it takes the joy out of it. And, okay, my God, my God, this guy's a great preacher, pastor. Mm, like, I just found him this morning, but I felt that to the like to my heart of hearts that i have just been overcompensating and overcompensating so much because i don't believe in myself i am fighting my imposter syndrome so hard with hard work i'm trying to combat it so hard with hard work but the hard work is what burns me out and little by little day by day i just like find or discover the root cause of why I'm burning out so much. It's because I never believed in myself in the first place. I thought that I was just, you know, overcompensating and working so hard because that's just my personality trait. No, eh. It's because I have crazy deep insecurities that I don't trust myself to just survive off of being who I am. I don't believe that I'm good enough to live successfully without trying so hard i don't believe that i will make it one day i don't believe that i will be okay if i just let go and i think that's where the anxiety comes in because i have so many fears because i don't trust in myself i don't trust in myself to take care of myself so i always have to have another version of me who's harder on myself who's more accountable of myself who pressures me into keep going but that's not who i really am that's the fear talking in me i've been living off of fear for so long already because i can't just let go because i can't trust myself then he says some of you are hurting in ways you don't have to hurt because you are putting yourself in a position that you are not built to live in even jesus couldn't please everybody and he was sinless and the son of god and okay for me it was just really really humbling to be compared to jesus because like you're right like yo there were so many people who didn't believe in him he had so many non-believers and yet god jesus is the son of god you know what i mean but even him he knew when to pull back because he was so sure of himself that he didn't think that his self-worth was riding on other people believing on in him he never had to prove himself to other people because he already like he was so stable in himself and he was so confident in, in himself because he knows who he is. He is the son of God and he doesn't have to question that. I question my very being all the time. And because of that, it's so hard for me to let go and trust myself. Um, The thing that Bastard said about like, um, what is it? I forgot now. Let's look back again. Some of you are hurting in ways you don't have to hurt because you are putting yourself in a position that you are not built to live in. Bruh, like, I'm... I am not built to work like a machine. And yet, here I am working harder than any machine ever could. I'm pretty sure, like, my God, my God bless my laptop for sticking around for this long, staying strong for me. But like, I'm working 24-7. My brain works 24-7. My my journal, I just started it, what, two weeks ago? Last week lang. 
it's already like half filled because I have so many thoughts all the time, like going and going and going and going and going. And you can stop it. Like if you just trust in yourself, if you just find out who you really are without all of the insecurities breaking it down, you'll realize that you're going to be, you'll end up being okay anyway. Um, I think that's all I have to say. Eh? Like, I really nothing else to say. Um, It's 9am now that I am recording this and I'm going to post it and I'm going to let go for the week. Um, Whatever happens will happen. I hope next week will be better. I have more lakads coming up. Oh, imagine, Carla, literally just saying, like, this is why I'm, like, preparing myself mentally to see other people because I have a lot of things going on in my life, like, two weddings, um, people seeing me. You know what I mean? Um, My social anxiety cannot take this. There's too much going on. Uh, But I am trying so hard to enjoy my life as it is. I'm also going to be taking the UP LAES soon. And you guys know that, like, I'm fucking, like, screaming in my brain about uh law school and i i still have no update i still have no update with law school i don't know if i'm gonna do it or not i keep saying up or nothing up or nothing however now that i'm studying for up it's probably nothing already like not in the sense that i'm doing good in studying but because i don't want to take up anymore because i don't want to fail uh, like i'm free out of failure and i don't want to fail anymore to get my heart broken because we've been there done that that those 2021s theme and i don't want to do that again however i do have to put myself in a vulnerable position to be rejected or accepted again and it's just a scary process for me i think it's a very triggering thing for me to put myself in a place where someone else has to decide my self-worth or someone else has to decide my future um I haven't put myself in that position in a while, ever since EB race. And so I guess for me, it's the trauma talking that I just don't want to be approved nor accepted nor rejected. I just don't even want to put myself in that place anymore. But I'm doing it. And little by little, I'll siguro learn how to deal with rejection and accept it because I'm not there yet um but that's an episode for another time a topic for another episode so yeah for now i hope you guys are having fun going out i hope that you guys are protecting your mind your peace of mind and your insecurities from all of the highlights that people are telling you that's not all of them that's just the best parts um and so take care of yourself care for yourself you're gonna be safe you're gonna be okay um yeah i'll see you guys next week uh be sure to follow me on all my social media accounts that is at the journey there that pod on instagram and facebook and don't forget to rate the podcast five stars on spotify if you can uh yeah that's all i love you bye